Pushkin. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases. And 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com to start a new musical journey today. Hi, everyone. It's Paul Muldoon. Before we get to this episode, I wanted to let you know that you can binge all 12 episodes of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, right now, ad-free, by becoming a Pushkin Plus subscriber. Find Pushkin Plus on the McCartney, A Life in Lyrics show page in Apple Podcasts or at pushkin.fm slash plus. Under Milk Wood by Dylan Thomas. My mum would be doing the ironing and she'd have a play on, play for today or something. And I would just sort of sit there with her and listen. Yes, Bloodwin, love. Oh, what'll the neighbours say? What'll the neighbours? Poor Mrs. Waldo. What she put that on? Never should have married. She didn't have to. Same as her mother. There's a husband for you. While his mother did the ironing, young Paul McCartney would lie in front of the radio and conjure up images in his mind. And the characters, you know, they were all so well portrayed. Hush, love, hush. I'm widower, Waldo, now. From listening to the radio came an early understanding of how to draw a character so precisely that a blind person could see him. You just get into it. You can see the characters. It's as if you're in the room with them. Give us a kiss, Matty Richards. Give us a penny, Ben. I only got a halfpenny. I'm Paul Muldoon. I'm a poet, a lover of not only the lyric poem, but the song lyric. 
Over the past several years, I've got to spend time with one of the greatest songwriters of our era. And will you look at me? I'm going on tour. I'm actually a performer. That is Sir Paul McCartney. We worked together on a book looking at the lyrics of more than 150 of his songs. And we recorded many hours of our conversations. Am I actually a songwriter? My God, well, that, that crept up on me. This is McCartney, a life in lyrics, a masterclass, a memoir, and an improvised journey with one of the most iconic figures in popular music. In this episode, Penny Lane. I mainly remember it as being where I would, I would get a bus to Penny Lane in order to go to John's house. No anonymous conurbation this, but Liverpool, vital city and port, on the northwest's Mersey, 43 square miles of teeming life. Throughout my meetings with Paul McCartney, it's become clear to me just how important his childhood in Liverpool has been to his songwriting career. Has this Liverpool sprung from its people? Or have the people sprung from Liverpool? Uh, it was a place that featured very much in my life and in John's life. It was near a church where I was a choir chorister. What is there in the Northwest to create this exciting atmosphere? A lot of stuff happened there. I use that terminus a lot to go to John's, for instance. And, and the roundabout is in there, of so course. It's all, it's the scenery, this is quite accurate. Uh-huh. And the nice thing is, when writing it, John knew exactly where I was talking about. Uh-huh. Penny Lane, there is a barber showing photographs Of every head he's had the pleasure to know And all the people that come and go Stop and say hello on one level, Penny Lane paints a picture of an ordinary suburban street with a barber, a fireman, a banker and a nurse selling flowers. But somehow, just below the surface, everything is a little strange. So, I'd say Penny Lane is a barber showing photographs. And I thought that's rather clever because it's like a, it's like a gallery uh-huh. showing paintings. It's an exhibition yes. in this window. Yes. And you and I, we know that. We just go by and say, well, I'll have one of them. I'll have a Tony Curtis or I'll yeah. have a crew coat or whatever. But I like the idea that he's showing photographs. So it, really, all I'm saying here is there's a barber shop and he's got photos of haircuts in his window. But that would be a little too mundane. But there is a barber shop still there. It changed oh, hands. Uh-huh. Changed hand. It was called Bialetti. Mm-hmm. The guy was Bialetti, Mr. Italian barber, with the stripe pole outside mm-hmm. and everything. And so we knew that. So when we evoked it later in this song, it was a pleasant thing for John and I to share again. Penny Lane was written while the Beatles were working on the Sgt. Pepper album. The band had stopped touring and was putting all their energy into recording and working in the studio. John, George and Ringo had been experimenting with LSD and finally, in the fall of 1966, convinced Paul to try it as well. 
the inner pictures and characters from the street of McCartney's childhood are projected with hallucinogenic clarity. I drive past it to this day regularly, showing everyone the barbers, the bankers, the firemen, the church I used to sing in. And here's where the, the girl stood with a tray of poppies as I waited for the bus. On Remembrance Day, to honour the armed forces of the Commonwealth, it was common to see people selling poppies. The pretty nurse who sells them from a tray is drawn from real life, but she also has this strange feeling that she's in a play. And all she feels is if she's in a play, she is anyway. Funnily enough, a lot of Americans thought she was selling puppies. Mm-hmm. Really? The when they, I see. Puppies. Mm-hmm. There's another interesting image, a tray full of puppies. And now she's saying poppies, and though she feels as if she's in a play, she is anyway. Very strange, any ladies in my ears. Yes, that's, that's, that's very sort of 60s. It is, and that's what they would call, <laughs> the, in polite circles, a meta-text. It is, it's a description of what, in fact, is happening in the mm. song, mm. that she is in a play. Mm. There's characters, uh-huh. you know, there's a bunch of characters. And, you know, I'm proud of the way... Certain lines just fell out, but in retrospect were, were sort of good lines, like the uh, <clears throat> the fireman who's cleaning his fire engine. He likes to keep his fire engine clean. It's a clean machine. It's a clean machine. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, those kind of phrases sort of stick... It's a clean machine. Mm-hmm. Amusing. It's funny. It's something, it's, there's something slightly ominous. So the old stuff that happened, yeah, actually the, the fire station's a little further away. Right. But like any good play, you put it all in the one place. One of the wonderful things here, we establish the barber, mm-hmm. and we leave him... Mm. But then we come back to him. Yeah. Which is extremely effective mm. in that we think, well, I know that guy, so there he is again. Then he lay in the barber shaves another customer. We see the banker sitting waiting for a train. Then the fireman rushes in from the It's a way of bringing in. Yeah. The listener, I suppose, isn't it? I mean, I'm consciously yeah, or unconsciously. No, it, it's, it's kind of filmic. It is, exactly. You know, it's like, here we are, da, da, da. we thought we'd forgotten him because we are now going on to the banker. Now, the banker, I mean, I've never seen any children laugh at him. So he's, I've never seen him. I've seen his bank. I have no idea. The, the children laughing and the back and the pouring rain. It's all fiction. Here, perhaps, a brief explanation is needed. A Mac is what the British call a raincoat after Charles Macintosh, who patented a waterproof material for raincoats. So, the banker never wears a Mac 
It's all very strange. It's a play, as you it's said. It's a play. It's a little play. Yes. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out, and then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do life in lyrics? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com to start a new musical journey today. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. The stories of Penny Lane appear to McCartney not just visually, but through sound. Penny Lane is not just in his eyes, but also in his ears. Oral storytelling had been a large influence on his songwriting ever since he was a kid and would lie on the carpet listening to the radio. You would, you would lie on the carpet and the radio would be in front of you and you'd sort of be in it. One of the plays a 12-year-old McCartney might have listened to was a 1954 play by the poet Dylan Thomas called Under Milk Wood, which portrays the fictitious town of Claregub. It is spring moonless night in the small town. Starless and Bible black, the cobble streets silent, and the hunched quarters and rabbits wood limping invisible down to the slow black, slow black, crow black fishing boat bobbing sea. 
As the town of Claragub slowly awakens, the narrative weaves in and out of the thoughts of its inhabitants. I must put my pajamas in the drawer marked pajamas. I must take my cold bath, which is good for me. I must wear my flannel band to ward off sciatic. I must dress behind the curtain and put on my apron. I must blow my nose. In the garden, if it may. You'd already written Eleanor Rigby. Mm. Did you feel... I mean, would you have felt at all that you were maybe going back a little bit to that territory, or... No, I like that. Right. Area. There's an under Milkwood aspect to both Eleanor Rigby and this, in mm. fact, to some extent, isn't there? The, yeah, character, it's, it's, the cast of characters. There's characters, uh-huh. you know, there's a bunch of characters. This is the kind of thing I liked, and still is. I must take my salts, which are nature's friends. I must boil the drinking water because of germs. I must make my herb tea, which is free from tannin. And have a charcoal biscuit, which is good for me. I may smoke one pipe of asthma mixture. In the woodshed, if you please. Chase for Business and iHeart bring you a new podcast series called The Unshakables. This one-of-a-kind series will shine the spotlight on small business owners like you, who faced a do-or-die moment that ultimately made their business what it is today. Join hosts Ben Walter, CEO of Chase for Business, and Tanya Nebo, a lawyer and business consultant, on these storytelling journeys of trials, tribulations, and triumphs that hinged on a single event, a split-second decision, or even a stroke of luck. Whether the story is about a warehouse going up in flames or a former partner stealing a whole roster of clients, each episode will showcase the grit, determination, and resourcefulness a small business owner needed to turn a pivotal situation into a springboard for success. Listen to The Unshakables now and learn more at chase.com slash business slash podcast. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase, N.A. member, FDIC, 2024, J.P. Morgan Chase & Co. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out, and then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do life in lyrics? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com to start a new musical journey today. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. 
This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. At the time of writing Penny Lane, Paul McCartney had become very interested in the London art scene. He was also dating the actress Jane Asher, which might have influenced the theatrical nature of the song. One of the people in their circle was the great playwright Harold Pinter, Pinter whose characters often have such complex psychologies. I think it was the, this era too in our lives when if you're going to write a play about <clears throat> these characters, I'd rather have it be like a Pinter mm-hmm. play than something a bit straighter. Right. You know, I like the idea that they're a bit wonky. Right. All these characters, there's just something a little bit strange about them. And you would have seen already some Pinter? Yeah. Maybe with Jane. Uh-huh. No. Well, you know, by the time we'd written this, we'd been down in London for a while. And I was going out with an actress. Yes, of course, I remember. So yeah. we would go regularly to the National Theatre. Now, would you have met Pinter at that stage, by any chance? Yeah, uh, he was on the social scene. He was scene. on the scene. With Vivian Merchant. Right. His, his actress wife. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we went round to a party at their place. We lived in Regis Park, and our enduring image was that the bathtub was filled with bottles of champagne. <laughs> so, and uh, people like Kenneth Tynan uh-huh. and various luminaries like that would there be painted. Wesker would be there. Right. It was very nice just talking to these sort of people on the London scene. Because I was one of those people on the London scene, me and Jane, she, she being the actress, me being the musician. It was a nice time to be around with an invite. Right. So you would get painters, sculptors, actors, comedians, musicians, playwrights. Mm-hmm. I think just all these people who just were in on your scene. Would, do you think you would have been conscious as you were writing this but this is maybe something that Harold Pinter might read. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Certainly influenced by all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, uh, not, not that specifically. No, I understand. But someone uh, like... Someone like that. Someone, someone smart, basically. Would, someone smart. Mm-hmm. While Paul McCartney aspired to be recognised by the serious artists and writers of the day, the Beatles also nurtured a sense of playfulness in the studio, which to this day seems totally original. You're playing, you know, it's, it's very important to play. People say to me, why do you work so hard? I say, I don't work music, I play it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whilst that is a kind of kind of glib statement, mm-hmm. I say it because it's really true. Sure. I Come. mean, obviously in the two meanings of playing music, playing an instrument, but playing is really important. The ones who can play are more successful. You mean play in the sense of playing, playing games? Muck about. Mucking about, yeah. You know, it's a good thing. Jesus, 
Somebody could do that, you know, if they suddenly decide that it needs it there. Like... You know, so this idea of just playing around is good. And in, in your music, too, you know, we've had a very sort of cavalier attitude to a lot of things, very sort of um, offhand thing. I mean, just what came to mind then, I was just thinking, when I did Penny Lane, there's this lovely solo that I knew I wanted to do, mm -hmm. and I talked to George Martin about a piccolo trumpet that I'd seen in the Brandenburg Concerto the night before. I said, what was that? And he said, no, And so we got the top player, mm -hmm. a guy called David Mason, mm -hmm. in the studio. And I just remember thinking, now, we didn't know what he was going to play. We hadn't written it, but he was booked and he was sitting there. So you'd better get something together, mate. So we just, I just said, George Moyes said, wait a minute, and wrote it down. Mm -hmm. I just did, I played a ridiculously high note, and then the, and David Mason said, well, that's out of the range of the piccolo, even the piccolo trumpet, which is a high, high, high trumpet. Mm -hmm. So that's out of the range. And I wish we had a little playful moment. We just looked at each other. <laughs> and he sort of, I'm giving him a kind of, yeah, but you could probably do it. <laughs> smile. And he's giving me back, you bastard, <laughs> smile. Kind of, yeah, I probably could. <laughs> Even though the song took a lot of its inspiration from the non-visual medium of radio, in early 1967, Penny Lane was one of the first songs ever to have been accompanied by a music video. The Swedish director, Peter Goldman, using techniques from underground filmmaking, took the promotional film format to a new level. Fast montage editing shows Penny Lane and the band members dressed in red tunics, riding horses through a dreamlike landscape. But it's the enduring power of radio to allow listeners to create their own images that shimmers at the heart of Penny Lane. What I love is you get your own picture. Mm -hmm. This is why when they came to film Sergeant Pepper with the Bee Gees, I said, this is never going to work, because everyone has their own image from Sergeant Pepper, the album. And so you, if you select one image, it's never going to be enough, because your vision is different from mine. I often think this with my audiences. I think every single person in those 40,000 people is having a different experience. I'm singing this song. Someone thinks it's sad. Someone thinks it's dramatic. Someone thinks it's funny. And I, I'm fascinated by that idea that everyone's perception is completely different. Now behind the eyes and secrets of the dreamers in the streets rock to sleep by the sea, see the tidbits and topsy-turvies, bobs and button tops, bags and bones, 
ash and rind and dandruff and nail parings, saliva and snowflakes and molted feathers of green. For the imagination, radio was great. And as I met friends like John and George, we all harked back to that. It was very much our period. We grew up without television. And he laid this in my ears and in my eyes. Penny Lane was released in 1967 on a double A single along with Strawberry Fields Forever. We're so sorry, Uncle Albert. We're so sorry if we caused you any pain. In the next episode, Paul McCartney pays tribute to his Liverpool origins. It was a good up for me. It was so rich. And I think a lot of what I am and a lot of what I write about and a lot of what I think is that. Uncle Albert, the piss artist. Next time on McCartney, A Life in Lyrics. McCartney, A Life in Lyrics is a co-production between iHeartMedia MPL and Pushkin Industries. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out, and then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com to start a new musical journey today. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hi, I'm Jessica St. Clair, but you can call me Jess if you're nasty. And I'm Dame Casey Wilson. We are actors, comedians, and podcasters. But above all else, we are self-appointed masters of small talk. We have written a soon-to-be Nobel Prize-winning audiobook that will shortly change the course of history called The Art of Small Talk. Now, it's no secret that, that some people don't like small talk. 
Don't like it. Casey, everybody hates it. Except for us. We love to chit-chat bullshit, and that's why we wrote this book. Well, it's an audiobook. You're welcome. Who has the time to read? Not me. There will be research, but not too much, because what is this, a book report? We'll also hear from learned scholars like Malcolm Gladwell and from the most important people in the world, celebs like Amy Poehler, Tony Hale, June Diane Raphael, and Colin Quinn. You can grab your copy of The Art of Small Talk today at pushkin.fm slash smalltalk or wherever you get your audiobooks. Don't forget, you can listen with your Audible and Spotify memberships too. The Art of Small Talk. How to go shallow to go deep. 